Another massive win for the Oilers over the LA Kings last night. But what really goes into the win that makes the Edmonton Oilers a true Stanley Cup contender? All that and much more on today's episode of Locked On Oilers. Your Locked On Oilers, your daily podcast on the Edmonton Oilers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On Oilers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host and former Oilers game day producer, Brett Holden. As mentioned on today's episode, we're going to start off with the massive 3-1 win for the Edmonton Oilers against the Los Angeles Kings in L.A. As we're going to talk about why that game really shows why the Edmonton Oilers are true Stanley Cup contenders. That'll be coming up in a second. But also on today's episode, the Edmonton Oilers are going back-to-back in California as they head to Orange County tonight. An 8 o'clock puck drop between the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks at the Honda Center. We will preview that game. And to wrap up today's episode, the good, the bad, and the ugly from last night's game between the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings. Thank you so much for making Locked On Oilers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you find your podcast. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Where we are going to get started is with that win for the Oilers in Los Angeles. A 3-1 victory for the Oilers. And a lot of things go into this win for the Oilers. It was a very shut down, very tight game for the first mm, 30 minutes. And not to say that it really opened up because the game didn't open up in the slightest. As they were saying on the broadcast last night, this was an, a playoff type game that was a tight checking hockey game it was close from start to finish and both teams were in it on the offensive side in the neutral zone in the defensive zone in all three areas of the ice all or both teams were engaged and all players were a part of this game but the Edmonton Oilers do walk away with the 3-1 win and I'm gonna start off with the importance of the goals for the Edmonton Oilers first and then I'm gonna get into the nitty-gritty of what really makes this win very impressive for the Edmonton Oilers. So let's start off with the goals. Ryan Nugent Hopkins starting the scoring off in this game and for the Edmonton Oilers with a power play goal. His 15th power play goal for the Edmonton Oilers as the Edmonton Oilers are the only team in the NHL to have four. Four players to score at least 15 goals on the power play in a single season. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Zach Hyman, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That point 
also gave Ryan Nugent Hopkins, or that goal also gave Ryan Nugent Hopkins his 98th point, then Ryan Nugent Hopkins would go on to assist Leon Dreisaitl's game-winning goal on the power play as well, bringing his point total to 99. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is one point away from 100 points making him the third, if he were to get 100 points, the third Edmonton Oiler to get 100 points in this season. And the Edmonton Oilers would be the first team since 1995-1996 to have three 100-point uh, scorers in a single season. I almost said 100-point goal scorers. I don't know how that would make sense. But the first team since 1995-1996 to have three 100-point scorers on their team. The last team to do it, the 95-96 Pittsburgh Penguins, who had Mario Lemieux, Yarmir Yager, and Ron Francis. That is how impressive the Edmonton Oilers' offense has been, but how impressive Ryan Nugent Hopkins has been. It doesn't stop there. Leon Dreisaitl with a goal, two assists, three points on the night. He now has 51 goals, 72 assists, 123 points. He scored his game. Uh, he scored the game-winning goal. Excuse me on the night, on the power play. His 31st power play goal, which is now third in NHL history. He has the third most power play goals in a single season in NHL history. And we still have four games left? Hmm. Not too bad. It doesn't stop there. Darnell Nurse, he gets the empty net goal. His fourth goal in the last five games and in the last nine games, five, uh, five goals, three assists, eight points. Eight points in the last nine games, including five goals in those last nine games, four goals in the last five. It doesn't stop there. Connor McDavid, we haven't even talked about him yet. He got an assist on last uh, in last night's game. That is his 85th. Yes, I said 85th assist on the year. If we talked about this on uh, Locked On NHL uh, Western Conference Tuesdays with me and Dane, Jordy or Jordy Ben, Jamie Ben won the uh, scoring race in I believe 2006 or 2013. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was uh, around that time. I can't remember the year off the top of my head. He had 87 points that year. 87 points. Connor McDavid has 85 points. Or 85 assists, excuse me. He hasn't had 85 assists since December. 85 points, excuse me. See, now even I'm getting confused. That is how impressive the season Connor McDavid is having. 85 assists, which would have almost beaten the league total, league high in 2013-2014. Insane. Absolutely insane. Still doesn't stop there. Evan Bouchard, 30th assist on the season, on the night, or in, in the game last night. In the last 17 games, and that was when the Edmonton Oilers acquired Matthias Ekholm. 
In the last 17 games, Evan Bouchard has three goals, 12 assists, 15 points. 15 points in his last 17 games. And earlier this year, he seemed like a lost cause. And all of this was accumulated and able to happen due to the 20 save performance from Stuart Skinner. Yes, it was only 20 saves, but those 20 saves were massive for the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers put out a full team effort. They won a tight game against the LA Kings last night. They won an absolute blowout against the Anaheim Ducks on Saturday. They won a tight game against the LA Kings last Thursday. Then they blew out the Pacific Division and Western Conference leaders in the Vegas Golden Knights last Tuesday. The Edmonton Oilers are finding different ways to win, and it has been with the entire team involved. And I say that for this reason. Last night, the expected goals for the Edmonton Oilers in all situations looked like this. Leon Dreisaitl led the way with .98. Then Nick Bukestad was second with a .6. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was third with a .52, and then Matthias Ekholm was fourth with a .26. Nowhere is Connor McDavid in that conversation. Zach Hyman wasn't mentioned as well. Yes, Leon Dreisaitl and Ryan Nugent Hopkins are there, but Ryan Nugent Hopkins gets two points, uh, the first goal in the game, and uh, Leon Dreisaitl has a goal, two assists, three points on all three goals for the Edmonton Oilers. That makes sense. Yesterday, we talked about the last time these two teams played uh, with the Oilers and the Kings and where the Edmonton Oilers beat the LA Kings other than the scoreboard, that being the hits and the blocks. The Edmonton Oilers severely out-hit the Los Angeles Kings last night, 39-23. to now, the Kings did also uh, outblock the Oilers when it came to shot blocking with 17 to 9, but that was the only statistical category where the LA Kings beat the Edmonton Oilers. Shots on goal the Edmonton Oilers 33, the LA Kings 21. The faceoff percentage the Edmonton Oilers 60% won 60% of the faceoffs last night to the 40% of the LA Kings. The LA Kings had 14 giveaways to the Edmonton Oilers' one. One giveaway last night for the Edmonton Oilers to the LA Kings' 14. And the Edmonton Oilers' power play went 2 for 4, where the LA Kings went 0 for on the power play last night. Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece had an unbelievable game. 13 uh, minutes together, 13 minutes and 8 seconds, I should say, excuse me, was first when it came to expected goals for amongst Oilers' defensive pairings and first when it came to expected goals against amongst the Edmonton Oilers' defensive pairings with a 2.32. Now, the Edmonton Oilers get their 100th point of the season while 101st point of the season. This is the first time the Edmonton Oilers have gone back-to-back 100-point -back seasons since 1985, 1986, and 1986, 1987. This was a full-team effort, and the Edmonton Oilers are proving to everybody in the NHL that they are a real serious Stanley Cup contender.
We shall see if the Edmonton Oilers can climb even closer to proving their real, mm, let's say, elite talent. In tonight's game against the Anaheim Ducks, we will preview that game in just a second. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handpick the best stars for your business team? If you're building your talent roster, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Top talent, find top talent with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed knows when you are growing your business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have requirements. Visit indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alrighty, let's continue on with today's episode with a preview of tonight's game between the Oilers and the Ducks. As the Oilers and the Ducks last played on Saturday, and it was an absolute thumping. A 6-0 victory for the Edmonton Oilers as Leon Dreisaitl getting a hat-trick in that one, scoring his 50th goal of the season. It was a, a big game for Leon Dreisaitl, big game for Zach Hyman as well, getting a goal and an assist in that one. Connor McDavid also scoring a goal in that game, also chipping in with an assist. And Darnell Nurse, shocker, the last couple of games, he also gets a goal in that one. Also a big game for Matthias Ekholm as well as he chipped in with two assists on that night as well and Jack Campbell getting his first shutout as an Edmonton Oiler in that one stopping all 32 shots fired his way. Now the following night, now this is the second game that the Anaheim Ducks have played since the Oilers played them the last time on Saturday where they went to Calgary and lost 5-4. We know Anaheim isn't very good. This is not going to be a, on paper at least, a very close game. In fact, I was taking a look at the uh, Money Puck numbers on Money Puck, I believe, .com. Excuse me if that is not the right domain, but just look up Money Puck. Fantastic stats on uh, their website. They had the uh, uh, probabilities for this game, and they weren't pretty. It was about 72 or 74% for the Edmonton Oilers. So uh, this is not slated to be a pretty one. So with that being said, I imagine on a back-to-back, -back, obviously Jack Campbell is most likely to start considering you probably want to give Stuart Skinner some time to rest towards playoffs. I also imagine the Edmonton Oilers are thinking of doing the same with McDavid and Dreisaitl, depending on how the game plays out. But, with that being said, I imagine the Edmonton Oilers are likely to go back to a 12-6 lineup tonight against the uh, Anaheim Ducks, which they did again on Saturday as well. 
So that allows the Oilers to sit Connor and Leon more often, don't have to throw them out with a Costin and a Ryan, even throw out a Nugent Hopkins with a Costin and a Ryan. This allows the Oilers to run numerous full lines all game. So I imagine the Oilers lineup to look a little something like this. Ryan Nugent Hopkins on the top line with Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman. Evander Kane on the second line with Leon Dreisaitl and Kyler Yamamoto. Warren Fogle on the third line with Nick Bukestad and Matthias Janmark. Clem Costin, Devin Shore will draw into the lineup, and Derek Ryan will be the winger on that fourth line. Darnell Nurse will pair up with Cody Ceci on the defense. Matthias Ekholm and Evan Bouchard as the second pairing. And Brett Kulak, and I have Philip Broberg in the lineup just to get him some more minutes as well. Nothing necessarily to Vinny DeHarnay, although he was was the one who did screen uh, Skinner, which we will get to a little later on as well. But uh, I do imagine they'll get uh, uh, Broberg a little bit, uh, a couple more minutes essentially against the Anaheim Ducks. Now, not too much to report on the Anaheim Ducks side. Really, it doesn't seem like there are much confirmation or is much confirmation on either side for uh, goaltending situations, but I think we all know that it's most likely going to be uh, Jack Campbell starting a net for the Oilers tonight. Not sure on the flip side for the uh, Anaheim Ducks. Now, the thing about this game, the big thing, the reason why this game is so big for the Edmonton Oilers is the fact that the Edmonton Oilers are within three points of the first spot in the Pacific Division, meaning automatic, obviously, uh, a home ice advantage, but also top spot in the Western Conference, meaning you get the bottom seed. And if you're getting the bottom seed in these playoffs, it is most likely uh, a positive for your team because mm, the team squabbling at the bottom are not going to have a very good time in the playoffs. So I think the Edmonton Oilers could really take advantage of one of those teams. So the Edmonton Oilers, 101 points. The Vegas Golden Knights, 104 points. Now you would think that these are basically guaranteed points for the Oilers, considering the last couple of times these two teams have played. It's not been pretty. However, we can take an example from last night as well between the Ed or the Calgary Flames and the Chicago Blackhawks. Should have been an absolute shoe-in for the Calgary Flames who go into a massive battle against the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Could have been even on points and could have taken sole possession of that eighth and final playoff spot in the Western Conference. But they lost. They lost to the Chicago Blackhawks and now... The Calgary Flames can only merely tie them. The Edmonton Oilers should go for top spot in the Pacific in the Western Conference because home ice advantage for the Edmonton Oilers, although at times during the season hasn't always been the best for the Oilers, but having it in the playoffs for the Edmonton Oilers at Rogers Place is unlike almost anything you've seen in the NHL. And having that on the backs for the Edmonton Oilers this year could be one of the most important things for the Oilers to win the Cup this year. The Oilers need to win this game tonight against the uh, uh, Anaheim Ducks and then on Saturday against the San Jose Sharks. They need to take advantage of 
a couple of bad teams here because we know that the Oilers can at times play down to the level of their competition. And at times that has been the biggest flaw for the Oilers. However, I've been saying at times because recently the Edmonton Oilers have made a completely new identity for themselves. They may have played down. The last time they really played down to their competition, and I'd say down to their competition in quotations, is that San Jose game where the Oilers and the Sharks had potentially one of the top three games of the year. But since then, the Edmonton Oilers have been a completely different team. But you never know when the Oilers can snap back into that same mentality. So watch out for it. But I don't think the Edmonton Oilers are going to, really. Uh, either way, I'm babbling on a little bit too much about the Oilers' form. The Oilers face off against the Anaheim Ducks tonight. 8 o'clock puck drop at the Pond, the Honda Center. Beautiful stadium there. Fantastic arena. It's so nice there. But let's wrap up today's episode with the good, the bad, and the ugly from last night's game against the Los Angeles Kings. We will talk about that in just a second. But first, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drain. And tonight we have the Battle of LA and the Battle of Sixth Place in the Western Conference. The Los Angeles Lakers face off against the True Kings. Of Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Clippers. And I say they're the true kings because looking on FanDuel right now, the Los Angeles Clippers are, in fact, the favorites going up against the Lakers. They are minus 158 favorites for tonight's game on the money line. Now, you know how I feel about the Clippers and Anthony Davis and LeBron James are both game time decisions tonight. I'm just saying, we all know the Clippers are the kings of L.A. It seems like free money to me. Either way, FanDuel, it lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss out on the chance uh, to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. In bonus bets, when you head to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Alrighty, just before we move on to the good, the bad, and the ugly from last night's game between the Oilers and the Kings, a quick update on the Anaheim Ducks goaltending situation for tonight. It sounds like Ollie Erickson Eck will be coming up to serve as Lucas Dostal's backup in or against Edmonton tonight. So Lucas Dostal will get the start. It sounds like he is being recalled for uh, precaution for. John Gibson, in case he isn't able to go tonight, who left Saturday's game with a lower body injury. So, not a promise even right now that Lucas Dostal will start. It sounds like Ollie Erickson Eck will be coming up 
in case of emergency if uh, John Gibson is not able to go, in which case Lucas Stahl will start and Ollie Erickson-Eck will back up. So all of that coming in as we are uh, recording today. But let's move on to the good, the bad, and the ugly to wrap up today's episode from last night's game between the Oilers and the Kings. And we're going to start off with the good. And the good being, of course, the shot suppression. As the Edmonton Oilers only allow 21 shots on goal from the Los Angeles Kings. And that is a full team effort for the Edmonton Oilers. That is the forwards coming back and uh, choking off potential shot options for the LA Kings. That is the defensemen coming back and blocking shots, getting in front of shots, killing their cycle in any way possible. And the fact that the Edmonton Oilers, yes, it, the Oilers were also only held to two shots in the first period, but they held the LA Kings to three shots in the uh, first period. So despite the fact that the Kings were only, or that the Kings only uh, allowed two shots for the Edmonton Oilers, the Oilers didn't allow the LA Kings to get ugly in their shots as well with only three. Then the Edmonton Oilers outshot them in the final two periods as well, 15 to 11 in the second. Second period and 16 to 7 in the third period, really turning it on in the back half of the game, more specifically the last 30 minutes really of that game. The Edmonton Oilers really turned it on, really started peppering Phoenix Copley and really made him feel uncomfortable to the point where even I know this is a minor detail, but a dump in in the last couple of seconds of the game, Phoenix Copley uh, went to go catch it very confidently, bobbled the puck. It seems like a minor thing, but that does get into the heads of goaltenders. I'm not saying that it did, but that could be something to watch out for. For a goaltender who hasn't played this many games in his NHL career in a single season before. So... I say that because this could be a team that the Oilers see in the playoffs down the road, and it's probably going to be, obviously, either Corpusallo or Copley in the net between these two uh, teams. So, the shot suppression for the Edmonton Oilers, the good from last night's game. The bad from last night's game... The blood, as the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings continue to have bad blood against each other. Numerous, numerous scrums after whistles. This is going to be a nasty series if we do see these two teams play in the first round, in the second round, whenever we may see these two teams play, it is going to be a nasty series. LA has a lot to come back from from last season. They have a lot to prove from last season. They have a healthy Drew Doughty, a relatively new decor, not decor, I guess, as well, but uh, a little bit new decor when it comes to Doughty will be inserted as opposed to where he was injured in last year's uh, uh, series. Vladislav Gavrikov was traded to the uh, Kings as well during the deadline or at the deadline. Uh, Kevin Fiala is the leading scorer for the Kings, so that's a brand new option for the Kings. Victor Arvidsson is healthy for right now. I'm not obviously saying that he is not healthy, but he is healthy heading into the series for the uh, LA Kings as well. So those are some big names for the LA Kings to have in the series, and they still have some experience from last year's team 
this could be a real nasty series. And the Edmonton Oilers, oh, also they brought in uh, Zach McEwen. So uh, Oilers on the flip side, Vinny DeHarnay, uh, Clean Costin, uh, Matthias Ekholm, all have been added to the Edmonton Oilers. Nick Buke said six foot six as well. The Edmonton Oilers have a big squad. Six foot seven, Vinny DeHarnay, six foot four, Matthias Ekholm. Like this is going to be a big, rough and tough Western Conference series. And the blood is not going to get any easier or less boiled when the playoffs come around. So the bad, the blood between these two teams. And the ugly from last night's game, the end of the shutout streak for the Edmonton Oilers. As the Edmonton Oilers went 171 minutes and 58 seconds without allowing a goal in the last three games now, Campbell, Jack Campbell, and Stuart Skinner have stopped 99 of the last 100 shots fired towards them in the last three games, which has tied a franchise record for the most saves in the uh, in any three-game span for the Edmonton Oilers. That is how impressive the Edmonton Oilers' goaltending and defensive effort has been. And that is a true testament to the changes and transformation that this team has really made into a contender, into a Stanley Cup contender. You get the difference? You can be a contender and get into the second or third round and you go, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. The Edmonton Oilers are now at a point where it seems like if they don't make the Stanley Cup Finals, it's a bust. If this is not the Edmonton Oilers and the Boston Bruins or the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs in the Stanley Cup Final this year, it's a bust for the Edmonton Oilers and truly the NHL as well, let's be real. So the good, the bad, and the ugly from last night's game between the Oilers and the Kings, the good being shot suppression. Three shots in the first period for the Kings, holding the Kings to 21 shots throughout the entire game. That is a recipe for success. The bad being the blood, these two teams do not like each other and they are letting it be known. And if the playoff series does come around, this is going to get nasty. And the ugly, the end of the shutout streak for the Edmonton Oilers as they go 171 minutes and 58 seconds without allowing a goal. We shall see if the Edmonton Oilers can try and regain a number like that, even if they look to improve on their record and come within one single point of the Pacific Division lead and the Western Conference lead tonight as they head to Orange County an 8 o'clock puck drop tonight at the Honda Center as the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks face off in a massive game for both teams. Let's wrap it up there, folks. It is going to be a fun one tonight. Hopefully you celebrate it and have fun. Stay safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And hopefully at the end of tonight's game, we can all play La Bamba, baby. <laughs>